We are proud to announce a new sponsor for this podcast, Augie's Locker Room. Augie's Locker Room, which is located less than a mile away from Notre Dame Stadium, was named the best Notre Dame's collectible shop in the country. This shop is amazing. If you are a passionate Notre Dame fan and are looking for that special Notre Dame piece to complete your rec room, Augie's is the place to go. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one-of-a-kind rock knee items. They have an exclusive Joe Montana signed items. If Augie's doesn't have it in store, he will find it for you. Visit Augie'sLockerRoom.com or stop in at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage helmet display dating back to 1890. Augie'sLockerRoom.com or call 574-277-NDND. Sports Beat AM continues with the latest in Notre Dame football recruiting. This is the Blue and Gold Illustrated Recruiting Update with Mike Singer. Well, Mike continues to churn out the recruiting stories and a lot going on as we head into April. Mike joins me on Sports Beat AM to talk about the latest in Notre Dame football recruiting. And Mike, Dante Moore has been a focus for this Fighting Irish coaching staff for a long time, the five-star quarterback out of Michigan, and on a two-day visit reportedly to the University of Notre Dame. Mike, can I ask how often do players go on two-day visit? Is that something that happens more often than really I understand? The majority of these unofficial visits, right, so unofficial means that the recruit is paying his way to campus, um, and that that's basically the biggest difference between that and an official visit, um, which is the recruit only gets five of them. You know, the school can really wine and dine the recruits for that 48-hour visit. Um, so this unofficial visit, I, I can assure you that Notre Dame's kind of treating as an official visit. Like, they're treating mm-hmm. this as... You know, this is, I mean, uh, this is a huge one. So to, to kind of answer your question, Darren, um, it's it, ha- it definitely happens more often um, than you might think, but the majority of unofficial visits are just a few hours. Um, but, you know, definitely uh, tons of recruits will, will stay for multiple days. I know in your stories it's talked about Dante. This is his fourth visit to Notre Dame's campus, so we are well beyond, hey, here's touchdown, Jesus, here's the hockey arena, here's the basketball arena. I mean, this is visit number four. Can you give us an idea what you think might be the focus for the Notre Dame coaching staff during this two-day visit? <laughs> Whatever they can do to get Dante to say yes. Okay, I mean, that's, fair enough. <laughs> that, that has to be it. I mean, there's been, um, you know, in doing interviews with Dante, you know, I got to talk to him a couple weeks ago, and you know, he's been talking to other um, you know, on three um, fan sites in our network. And, you know, he said that he wants to take his recruitment into the summer, take official visits and, and do all that. I think if his recruitment stretches, Darren, into June, July, I think that kind of opens the door more for some of these other schools. Not that Notre Dame couldn't win the recruitment if he takes his recruitment, um, you know, in, into the summer. But there's also been discussion of, Mr. Moore being kind of tired of this process. Um, you know, if Notre Dame can close on him and, you know, may- maybe he takes another visit or two, but can announce sometime in April, I think you look a lot better if you're the Fighting Irish. So I think it's whatever Notre Dame can do to lock him in. He's supposed to go to Ohio State next weekend. 
I hear the Buckeyes are actually more of a factor for him than hmm. uh, most people realize. So, yeah, if, if you're him, um, I mean, yeah, you're going to tour him campus a little bit. You're going to have film meetings with them. You're going to sit down with the family. You guys are going to, um, you know, share some meals and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it, it's really getting them to say yes and however you can do that. Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Talking Notre Dame football recruiting on Sportsbeat AM on WSBT Radio. Is it fair to say the amount of communication by head coach Marcus Freeman toward Dante Moore is impacting this recruitment? And I bring that up just because it was always a topic of conversation. The previous head coach wasn't necessarily heavily involved early in recruiting. Darren, it's 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 getting to a point where if I'm talking to a recruit with a Notre Dame offer and he doesn't say he's talking to Marcus Freeman or he hasn't talked to Marcus Freeman, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm a little surprised. Whereas under Brian Kelly, and I don't mean for this to be like, a, well, Kelly's gone now, so now you're saying this. Like this is just this is just what it was. But if there was like a twenty, like an underclassman sophomore recruit, and he told me he had talked to Brian Kelly, I'm kind of like, hmm, was that a is that a graduate assistant texting him on his phone, like you know, or, or, or you know, whatever it might be, Darren? I, mean, I was, I was like, kind of surprised. So it, it's just a total 180. Again, if it was Kelly talking to a young recruit, I was like, surprised. Now, if Freeman's not talking to a prospect they've offered in the underclassmen, um, I, I'm, I'm surprised that he hasn't. So it, it's just kind of gotten to a point, Darren, where I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, this dude's got how many kids? Six and a wife. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Freeman, good good luck to you. I mean, he the dude is and the Notre Dame staff does a really nice job, kind of um, scheduling out his day, um, putting it all together so where he can um, you know fit it all into his schedule. But man, the dude recruits his butt off, and as it relates to Dante Moore. Um, yeah, bef- listen, before the head coaching change, it was really just Tommy Reese leading the charge. And now it's a lot more of a full staff re- recruiting him. Um, you know, Marcus Freeman, hugely involved. Chad Bowden, director of recruiting, is involved in just about every recruitment. Um, you know, offensive analyst Jerry Brown's a young guy. Um, you know, just played um, at the college level in the Big Ten just a few years ago. So a lot of guys involved in the Stante Moore recruitment. Having been through a lot of these recruiting cycles and learning as I've gone through the years here in South Bend, Mike, it was always explained to me the quarterback position in the recruiting cycles might be a little different than other positions from this standpoint. I've been told that it's kind of that domino effect. Once the quarterbacks start coming off the board, then everybody is going to try to grab that spot at this particular school because then the big ones start to dry up. First off, do you believe in that domino effect? And I ask this because is Dante Moore, could he be one of the first dominoes to fall leading to others start to fall into place? Is he that important in this recruiting cycle? Man, that's this is a great question, Darren. I get so, I'm so proud of you, man. When you ask me, like you, you're you're a full out recruiting nut now. So Don't welcome. you dare say that. Uh, I, I, just, I just did. You're into it, man. You're into it. Um, so that's that's a loaded question. Um, my answer is yes and no. Um, I, 
I think that like what I want to push back on with that, Darren, is mm-hmm. I don't I a lot of part of my job, a big part of it honestly, is just trying to get my subscribers at blueandgold.com, even if it takes arguing sometimes with them to understand the ex- what what good expectations are. So Don, let's say Dante Moore commits today. Um, that would be a shock, but let's just say he commits today. Okay. I feel like Notre Dame fans would have that same thought process as you. Well, hey, domino effect. Now Carnell Tate's coming. You know, now we're getting four, you know, four five-star level receivers. No, like you got to temper the expectations. Kids at the end of the day want to go where they want to go. Having like if I'm a big-time receiver or running back or whatever it may be. And there's a five-star quarterback commit in my class. Like, yeah, that's a factor in the recruiting process. But that's not like, oh, well, well, this is it. Like, now I'm going to Notre Dame. No, you're still choosing Notre Dame because of Notre Dame. Just like if you're going to go to Ohio State, you're going to go to Ohio State or Alabama. Like, I, I mean, like if I'm Nick Saban, you know, let, let, and let's say I'm, I'm – they're not recruiting Dante Moore, uh, to my knowledge. But let's just let's just say for this the sake of this discussion, mm-hmm. they are. And I and Dante says to me, "Hey, I'm or, or Car- Carnell Tate. Excuse me, that was a poor example. Carnell Tate is actually being recruited to Alabama. So let's say Carnell Tate goes to just follow with me, folks. Yeah. Say Carnell Tate goes to the Nick Saban. He says, "Hey, I'm going to Notre Dame now because Dante Moore is going there." Nick Saban is going to be like, "Are you kidding me? You know how many five star quarterbacks we have here, like, <laughs> and are going to have? Like, come on, like." So that's that's part of where I push back a little bit is that kids still go where they want to go. It's like the discussion about package deals. They rarely happen unless you're the sibling um, of, of the other player. But where I will say is that factor is that like it, it still holds some weight. Like that that's in, in Carn excuse me, Dante Moore, number fifteen player in the country, number four quarterback in a loaded twenty twenty three quarterback cycle uh, per the on three consensus ranking. I mean, he's very well known nationally. Um, I, I know a lot of folks don't really care about the on three NIL rankings. Uh, but he has a valuation of close to fifty thousand dollars, and you know, uh, top hundred in the high school rankings. Like he, he's very well known, um, in, you know, in the social media world with these with these high school prospects. So, I think it would definitely help. I think he would um, help recruit for the Irish right away. He and Carnell Tate, the other the, the five star receiver we kind of talked about here, they are good friends, and they're actually supposed to visit Ohio State together next <laughs> week, and they visited Notre Dame together twice. Um, so. Yeah, it, it, again, so it would help, but we have to temper the expectations. Let me Long ask, way to say that, Darren. No, that's No, that's fine. Let me ask something in a different way. In the class of 2023, you mentioned it is a really good quarterback class. Have any of the major quarterbacks picked a school yet? And if Dante picks Notre Dame within the next month, let's say, just for the sake of argument, do you think that could spark others to start picking their schools? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Uh, I think we're starting to see the quarterback dominoes falling a little bit. So um, Arch Manning's the number one quarterback in the country. It looks like a Texas-Bama battle Mm. at the top of his recruitment. The number two quarterback, Malachi Nelson, was committed to Oklahoma, flipped to USC naturally. (laughs) Number three quarterback is Nico Iamialava. That, Darren, I'm sure you saw the story that was rumored where a recruit signed an $8 million deal or whatever it was. It is, um, you know, a lot of folks think it's Nico because he was leaning Oregon and then all of a sudden <laughs> commits to Tennessee, a Southern California kid. Um, so that's the top of the board. Then you got Dante Moore under him, Chris Vizina, um, who, you know, Notre Dame looked like a, a, a top contender for, looks to be leaning Clemson. Um, Jackson Arnold's the number six quarterback. Um, he's committed to Oklahoma. So you kind of go down the okay. list. There is, you know, I, I, I'd say there's about eight, top of the board kind of quarterback player excuse me quarterbacks in the country mm-hmm. but you got about 20 schools vying for those um those prospects so someone's going to kind of get left at the altar here yeah and um it, it seems like notre dame has its its chips pushed to the middle for dante moore mike singer recruiting insider blue and gold illustrated blueandgold.com talking irish football recruiting on wsbt radio Based on what you know, now you're not in the room, so this is kind of speculation, but from what you understand from people you've talked to, is Notre Dame doing a pretty good job with the NIL stuff? Because I'm sure all the kids are asking about it. And I mean, when you hear, like you said, the $8 million deal that was reported, which let's face it, that's that's an extreme. But do you feel like Notre Dame is presenting a pretty good case with the NIL stuff? Darren, I was hoping you were going to ask me if Notre Dame was going to land a commitment from Dante Moore. And then you asked me NIL. I rolled my eyes. If you were if we were in the room together, you'd see me roll okay. my eyes. I, I mean, the, the, I, I need some more time. And I... I, I I thought I would know by now my, my an opinion on how Notre Dame's doing in NIL with recruiting. They're not doing what Tennessee's recruiting, or excuse me, what Tennessee's doing. They're, mm. I mean, you know, but they're they're using the four for forty in the NIL pitch, but yep. you know, they're not. I mean, Marcus Freeman was asked that in a signing day press conference a few months back, and he was like, "We're going to do everything within the rules." Yeah. Um, and basically those rules are that Notre Dame is not allowed to facilitate NIL deals. I think schools are breaking that, but Notre Dame is not. Yep. Um, so th- th- I, I honestly, Darren, I just really don't like NIL and recruiting. I, I think it's uh, it's just changing the game, and I don't know. Kids love it, though, so that's good. But just personally for me, I, I don't like what it's, it's it's doing to the sport. I'm with you on that, 100% in agreement. Hey, and let's go back a few weeks as we wrap up this Dante Moore conversation. You put in one of your predictions that Dante was going to pick Notre Dame. Now, at that time, you, you made it clear, I'm not 100% on this, but I'm putting my foot in the water that Dante's going to pick Notre Dame. Do you still feel good about that pick? Now, now we're asking the correct questions, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> 
look, when I put that prediction in, I believe it was February 17th or 18th, it was, that was, uh, I ruffled some feathers there, um, you know, w- w- within my own beat and, and, and outside beats. People were, were, were surprised um, and I got some flack for it and I'm, I'm more confident certainly today than I was then. It was it was a little bit of a projection pick, is what I called mm-hmm. it. Now it's definitely not. It's it's not a projection anymore to say, well, you know, I, I can see this kind of developing and happening down the line. Now it's like, it. I mean, Notre Dame could close like today or tomorrow, or excuse me, Monday or uh, today. Like it, it could happen. Um, and, and land this guy. So we're, we're kind of getting into the end game with Dante Moore, um, and, and I do like where Notre Dame stands with him. I think LSU is the number two school. Hmm. He's believe he's visited there once. I, I just, I, I really like the Irish here. Um, again, if he stretches his recruitment into June, July, you know, it, it does open the door more for a school like Ohio State or or a Miami or maybe even an Oregon if they um, are, are are still going after Mr. Moore. But I, I do like Notre Dame, and I, and I like the way they've been recruiting them. And sure. um, I, I I believe I'm the only person to, to kind of put their necks on the line here and and make up a, a public prediction for Dante Moore to go to Notre Dame, and um and I'm and I'm liking it. Well, when all those other sites say, hey, Mike was right, I'm going to print those out and put them in a frame and send them to you. But, but, <laughs> if Dante ends up going elsewhere, let's just uh, do that uh, Homer Simpson gif where he just backs up into the bushes. Let's just do that number. <laughs> because, I mean, look, yeah. I mean, who, I mean, who it's knows? Recruiting. I mean, it's, it's recruiting. It's recruiting. It's like forecasting yeah. the weather. Very similar. Yeah. All right, Mike, tell us what's happening at Blue and Gold, Illustrated com. <laughs> well, we still have that dollar for a year deal going. I, I'm not sure how that's still going, but hey, it's still going. And uh, tonight I should have some intel uh, on Dante Moore. Cross my fingers there. So if you see that Lucky Charms article where it's, you know, you know, info on, on Dante Moore's visit to Notre Dame, that article alone should be worth the price of admission for the entire yes. year. Yes. Um, it's, it, it's honestly the steal of the year, even at full price. Um, you know, what, whatever it is about a hundred bucks a year, it, it that's a, a steal for the content, um, that, that you're getting on the blue and message board and in our, in our website on our homepage. So definitely go to blue and Check it out. Tons of recruiting, uh, spring football, all that good stuff. Your voice is back, and so are the recruiting stories at blueandgold.com. Mike, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week, and we'll look forward to that Lucky Charms article hopefully later tonight. All right. Thanks, Darren. Thank you, Mike. Mike Singer, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.